Wessex LMC's supporting you and your practice. Hello, I'm Nigel Watson. I'm the Chief Executive of Wessex Local Medical Committees and I'm here today at the Faculty of Medicine at the University of Southampton to talk about teaching of undergraduate medical students. And I'm with today... Dr Gavin Pereira. I'm a GP who runs the Year 2 and Final Year Primary Care modules. And Dr Priti Agarwal. Um, I run the Primary Care and Long-Term Conditions module for Year 3 and the Graduate Programme BM4, uh, again, their Primary Medical Care and Long-Term Conditions module. And I'm Deborah Rose, also a GP, and I lead the primary care teaching team here. So thank you for talking talking to me today about undergraduate medical students. Obviously, you know, it's really critical for the future of the NHS, but also for general practice that undergraduates not only get teaching experience, um, teaching in general practice, but also that they have a positive experience. And hopefully by doing so, then more people after they qualify will think of general practice as a career. So, you know, between the three of you, you're obviously responsible for, for um, these various areas of medical students. So do you want to start off with, so what do the medical students do in their first year? So in their first year from week one of medical school, they go out to GP practices in groups of six and have seminar-based teaching with the emphasis on history taking with some examination skills teaching towards the end of the year. So they'll come to my surgery and they come for an afternoon and a GP would have some protected time to spend that over a period of time over the first year with those, the same group of students. Correct. So the students in year one will come on a Thursday afternoon for three hours at a time and have seminar-based teaching. And we hope that during that year they can meet um, some real patients who they can practice on. And what, what's the feedback from the students about these early placements? Um, students absolutely love it. It's the highest rated module in year one and they appreciate the exposure that they get, one, to the GP environment, but also to real patients early on in their studies. So we're probably not surprised that general practice is the most popular module. No. Um, so when you look at that, have you got enough practices in year one to teach all the students, or are you looking for new practices? We're always looking for new practices. Um, there's a bit of turnover every year with some practices not being able to continue, and so we look for about three or four new practices each year to come on board. And what sort of area are you looking for? How far will the students travel to go to practices? Um, The Faculty of Medicine limits their travelling time to an hour. So west we go as far as the Bournemouth Pool border, east to Portsmouth and north towards Basingstoke. And is there any payment for backfill for people taking time out to do the teaching? Yeah, there's um, quite significant remuneration um, for the teaching um, and we can supply that information if needed. Okay, anything else to do with the first years? Um, No, that's it for first years. So if we go on to third years? Year two. Year two, sorry. So year two is a continuation, really, of what they do in year one, which is seminar-based teaching in groups of six on a Monday afternoon for three hours at a time. Um, And the emphasis in year two is on um, teaching the students to um, to examine the different systems, whilst also improving on their history-taking skills. So first year mainly history, second year examination and more exposure to patients? Um, I would hope as much exposure as they get in year one. Mm. I mean certainly my experience teaching them is actually the patients like it as well. They seem to like being involved in students and feel that they're quite important by uh, being involved in that side of it. Yeah that's right, we get patients to come in, Um, we've got patients who ask if they can come in again to see the students 
because they do enjoy feeling like they're giving something back to the medical community. And do, do you have to have the same practices in year one and year two, or are they different? No, it can be different practices entirely. And probably it's good for the students to get to expose to different sorts of practices. That's right. The student groups are split up and mixed um, up again in year two so that they're with different groups of students and usually in a different practice than in year one. And again, remuneration is available for backfill for practice. Absolutely. OK, then, as I skip year two, let's go on to year three then. So what <laughs> happens in year three? So in year three, we have um, a seven-week um, module, which um, the emphasis is on long-term conditions, and this is usually from January all the way through to July. So there are three blocks that run. We don't expect... Um, practices to take students for every single block or those all three blocks but they can certainly you know pick and choose which blocks would be most favorable for the practice um, in this time um, we are asking practices to take students um, all day Mondays Tuesdays when uh, not Wednesday sorry Thursdays and the Friday mornings on Wednesdays the students are doing seminars where they are actually coming back to the university um, and being supported by some seminar leaders but if I just go back to the actual practice, in the time that the students are with the practices for those seven weeks, um, we would like students to see as much of general practice in its entirety, so spending lots of time with the other healthcare supporting professionals. Um, and, you know, these students do not need to be tied to the GP as Siamese twins. Um, they literally need to be seeing what their practice nurses do, what their um, community nurses do, you know, as much as possible and getting a good feel of what goes on out there. So spending some time in community-based stuff, so in the treatment room, um, care navigators spending some time with these uh, social prescribers we're getting now. Absolutely, the whole works, um, you know, even administration, scanning, you know, everything. I mean, this is their first exposure to proper primary medical care and, and seeing what goes on. Um, and actually even understanding how primary care fits into the NHS structure, which, as we all know, is very complicated. And are there any tasks they've got to carry out during this third year? Well, um, during this time, we have asked them to do a quality improvement activity, so um, a small audit, which we hope that practices will find useful, and we do entice them to try and do something that would be useful to the practice. Um, and clearly the students can feed this back to the practice as well as present them. Um, and it's a really good opportunity for students to gauge what they will be doing in the future um, as professional doctors. Um, in my particular practice we've also made them chase some cough stuff for us because actually it's a good experience for students to speak to patients and, and get some experience on the telephone. And towards the end of their placement we would be expecting them to see some patients um, in a supervised fashion um, to try and get the exposure that um, obviously primary medical care would expose them to. So I've heard in some places they'll look at the NHS health checks that sometimes are delivered by nurses or HCAs, that some of those third year students have been doing those, so they do blood pressures, weights and things, and then will liaise with the nurse or the GP. Do you think that's a good idea in terms of... I think of it's an absolutely brilliant idea. I mean, the more responsibility that we all engage our students into, the more they feel useful and the more that they enjoy their placements. I mean, even if they're observing you in a consultation, they can do parts of it, they can dip the urine, they can type up some of your consultation. You know, it's, it's all about making sure they have as much engagement and making it worthwhile for them as well as yourselves. Okay. Anything else about the third year? Uh, just to say, it is very well remunerated. Um, so we're, um, we have just moved this up to about £3,500 um, for the seven weeks. Um, and 
Um, and we also, as I said, have some seminar leading that goes on the Wednesday mornings where um, if people are interested in seminar leading, they can have small groups of six to eight students for seven weeks um, and follow their progress where they are having um, what I would almost describe as balance groups, um, discussing professionalism, some of the cases that they've seen um, and, you know, reflecting on um, their learning, really. So, so what would you say is who would come forward to be a seminar leader? Well, I mean, it, it, these, this works particularly well for people that are sessional doctors or doctors that want to maybe reduce um, some of their clinical exposure. Um, the only drawback by it is that they do need to be available for the whole seven weeks to be able to follow up their group. Yeah, so, you know, if people are working in a sort of more portfolio way or, as you say, have reduced sessions, it's probably quite a good way of doing something that's enjoyable, give something back, is useful. Absolutely, and as I say, the feedback we get both from the students and the seminar leaders is that they have a, an amazing time. And the feedback we have from the practices, like years one and two, has always been very, very positive. I think GPs have got a lot to give. Yeah, I, I would agree entirely with that. So, anything more about third years? Uh, no, I think that's it. Right. So, Bye. contrary to people's belief about, you know, I have to say, my medical student experience was, I think, we had about a week in the fifth year. So. First, second, third year, really good exposure to general practice, but obviously we need the practices out there to um, be engaged in this. And we'll talk a bit more about that in a second. What about in the fourth year? There's nothing um, in the fourth year that where the students go out into general practice. So we're giving practice. them a bit of a rest from general practice. Yeah, they're doing their other placements yeah. and their other specialties. I suppose they've got to fit one or two other important things in. So then coming to the fifth year, so what do we do in the fifth year? So final year, students go out to practices full-time for three weeks. Fifth year is a shortened six-month um, year as students take their finals in January now. Um, so there are six blocks of three weeks where students are in practice full-time where we expect them to most of the time be seeing patients performing the full consultation in order to prepare them for their finals. They also have um, what's called an ACC, an Assessment of Clinical Competence in final year, what we used to call long cases, where the GP is expected to mark the students um, on their performance. If students do well in their in-practice ACCs, then they get a buy so that they don't have to do a primary care ACC in finals. Quite different from when I was a medical. This sounds much, much better than <laughs> we used to have. OK, so an intensive three weeks really you know, giving them lots of practice at doing those things in a very constructive way. That's right. Yeah. It's probably worth us saying that we've quoted the number of weeks um, as, as of the revised curriculum for 2021. Um, and so people listening to this that have students now might realise that the number of weeks is very slightly different. Is that currently. more weeks coming it's or less? It's slightly less. Well, it's marginally less, but only because we've actually put more sessions in into the weeks themselves. Okay. Right, anything else about the actual structure of it before we move on to just talking about why this is so important? I think the one thing to say is that obviously people that are going to um, take this on and move it forward, it is a practice buy-in um, and they do need to have some space um, because, you know, um, it's all very well saying, you know, we'll take students on, but they do need to have the space to be able to accommodate them. So why, why do you think it should be a practice buy-in rather than just an individual saying, oh, I, I like teaching, I'll have medical students? Well, Nigel, how many GPs do seven sessions a week these well, days? Well, there, there are still a few around, but... <laughs> Certainly not 10. Certainly not 10 for final year. I mean, I suppose my question is slightly rhetorical because 
um, you know, we've had medical students in my practice. And I think getting exposure, you know, you need, obviously you need a lead GP who is the coordinator and organiser within the practice. But I agree with you. It can cause conflict unless it is an agreement that the practice will do it. And actually you'll share some of that out. Some people find teaching intrusive and may opt out, and that's absolutely fine. But my, my um, experience is that many people do like teaching and do like, you know, that, that ability to talk to the medical students, pass on some information, but you also get something back from it absolutely and it's it's actually really really insightful because these, these are very clever clever people i mean i certainly wouldn't get back into medical school if i was interviewing in this day and age um, and they can ask some amazing questions and actually the amount of learning that you take away from having just some company sometimes in in your um, practice is is incredible and they're fresh bright-eyed enthusiastic it's it's good fun i agree with you completely i think the questions they ask really make you think mm. I'm still waiting for the letter that told me that actually I didn't really get into medical school, they've made a mistake, because I certainly, <laughs> I certainly wouldn't get in nowadays. Okay, I mean, from an LMC point of view, clearly we're here to support general practice. And my personal view, and one of the reasons I wanted to come and meet with you today, was I think it's really important that we give medical students a really good experience of general practice, as a, not only as a career option, but somewhere that they can learn, is diverse, um, and actually to do that, we need the number of placements so that um, it's, it's easy to find those, that practices are remunerated, which we've talked a bit about, and I'll put more information out um, through the LMC. But are there any sort of last messages you'd like to give to practices about the whole undergraduate medical teaching and general practice? I think we've done quite a lot to try and promote GP careers um, in the last five or six years here at the medical school um, and without doubt students do value their GP placements um, but GPs are great role models for the students and, and actually having several people in a practice that they can spend time with and observe the likelihood is they will pick up a, a person who they, they take on as a role model and may well make them be encouraged to think about general practice. Um, and we have a number of GPs in leadership positions within the Faculty of Medicine. I think that's really important and sends a good positive message about um, GPs, academic GPs and GP careers. Pretty any last comments? Um, just that it is actually really good fun. Um, you know, it, as I say, um, general practice can be quite lonely with you and your patients. Sometimes the only time they you ever get asked you know how are you doc is maybe by your receptionist um, and actually if you've got a medical student in there with you it does make the time go so much faster and you just realize how much stuff you know about your patients um, and the other thing is that medical students are brilliant at finding out other things that you may not have ever known about the patient that you've known for the last 30 years I mean, I think the comment about how much you know about your patients I mean that was one thing that struck me having medical students they were um, perhaps overly impressed with the knowledge I had about the people and the breadth of stuff that we were dealing with. And I think that's something as GPs we take for granted sometimes. Mm -hmm. That, you know, we're, whereas hospital medicine has become more and more specialised, we are the specialist generalist. And I think sometimes we forget the breadth of knowledge that we have. Mm -hmm. But actually being challenged by that is a good thing. Yeah. Gavin, any last thoughts from yourself? Um, just to say that if anyone's thinking about teaching students and feeling slightly anxious about doing it especially if they've never taught before that um, we here at the um, Faculty of Medicine um, are always available for support advice 
and we actually run um, educational events for GPs to help um, improve their um, confidence in teaching all medical students. And I, I would say that, you know, with the challenges we face at the moment, clearly we need to make general practice a better place to work and we need to reduce the workload so that the working day becomes more sustainable. But I would hope that for some people, if they're looking to cut down or they're looking to change that, um, their, you know, their work-life balance, that they might think about teaching as an option. And for practices, you know, it doesn't have to be partners. Sessional GPs might want to do some teaching and it's a good opportunity to look at the whole workforce in a sort of portfolio way. Uh, it may come up at various times during the year, but there's no reason why uh, looking at the various times where you can't increase the amount of time you spend doing it. And I think um, you've all described it really well, that actually it's quite rewarding. It's not just a job to do. It's something that is quite worthwhile and quite fulfilling. Can I thank you all for spending your time talking to me? And uh, um, we hopefully that will increase both the exposure and the recruitment of GPs and practices into teaching the medical students, which is really vital for our future. Thank you very much. Thank you. Wessex LMCs, supporting you and your practice.